Good Monday morning, guys. My name is Jerry Miller, and welcome to Real Talk with Keith Smith. Thank you kindly for joining us. We are live in downtown Charlottesville. Our audience, though, is every social media platform known to mankind. And today's show is presented by Yes Realty Partners. Find them online at yesrealtypartners.com. We have a charter member of Yes Realty Partners on set and Gavin Sherwood. We also have um, one of the co-founders in Keith Smith. Today's show is going to be dynamite. Um, Nikki Chamberlain will join us later in the program to offer some fantastic insight as well. Huge fans of Nikki Chamberlain on this show. Judah Wickhauer is the director. And why don't we go to the studio camera and welcome the fellas to the program. Gavin Sherwood's either fourth or fifth rodeo on set. And I'll say it once and I'll say it again. If you have to buy or sell a house in Nelson County or if you have to buy or sell a house in Wintergreen, here's the guy. Gavin Sherwood's the guy to call. Thank you, Jerry. Lives there, knows the market inside and out. Every nook and cranny of Nelson County, Gavin Sherwood, my friend, good morning. Good morning to you. It's great to see you. You as well. Thank you for having me back. It's our pleasure. Yeah. How was the weekend? Uh, it was a great weekend. Um, Keith asked me to talk a little bit about some of the stuff that I do at Wintergreen. Um, I work with an organization called Wintergreen Adaptive Sports, and we volunteer basically providing ski instruction to people who have disabilities. And so we serve uh, a variety of people in that manner. Um, a lot of great people in the Charlottesville area and basically just throughout Virginia who come to the mountain and volunteer with us. That's it fantastic. Was, it was a very busy weekend. And you, you, you were on the hill the whole weekend, right? I was, um, Saturday and Sunday. So talk about, talk about the conditions. Was it packed? And- uh, Sunday's always a little bit slower than Saturday's, especially getting into the afternoon. But Saturday was extremely busy. And the temperatures certainly helped with that because um, I will say when we have cold temperatures, wintergreen is outstanding in their snowmaking capabilities. So, so while we're on Wintergreen, just for those who do not know, let's let's talk a little about a Wintergreen. It's like a four season resort, right? It, it has is. four different seasons. So, talk right. about talk about Wintergreen. Talk about the product types and so forth and so on. Give us a five minute spiel on on Wintergreen. Um, so, Wintergreen opened back in the mid seventies, um, and I think the main um, the main attraction is obviously ski season during especially this time of year um they have a great membership program as well um for people who want to indulge in that with a variety of activities too they recently i'm not sure if they're open at the moment but they recently just revamped some of the older tennis courts into pickleball courts and i know that has gained quite a bit of traction over the last i don't know five years i would say Sports blowing up, man. Yeah, Fastest growing sport is. in America right now. How's the um, the health of the wintergreen market? Um, I think it's actually very good right now. Prices have uh, gone back up um, in that regard. Uh, we are probably in the same boat as most every other market where inventory is still pretty low. Um, yeah. Are we seeing a lot of folks utilizing the wintergreen inventory um, as an investment Second home, they are Airbnb. Put in perspective what you would say is maybe a ratio, um, and and are the Airbnb investors starting to get pinched at all a little bit? They are. Put that in perspective. Um, so obviously, 2020, 2021, and even 2022 were quite good for the short short term rental market. I've spoken with quite a few owners. Um, I've sold properties to, and they've said things have kind of normalized uh, or returned to the pre COVID rental market so that that is a factor to consider and so I don't, I don't if you go into real talk with uh, uh keith smith we have a market uh, uh update and i i think we've uploaded the nelson county numbers but one of the things that are a little bit different than in wintergreen and nelson county is you've got 
condos, right? We do. Right, which is not normal in our footprint, right? Correct. On, on that end of it. So talk a little bit about condos. Talk about how that works. And I've got some numbers I'd like to chat about. Oh, sure. Condos over there. Um, so in, in the spirit of full disclosure, um, when you buy a property at Wintergreen, everyone does have, there is an HOA called the WPOA. Um, which everyone is required to pay. Currently, it's just under $2,000 per year. If you have a home, that is the only dues that you pay. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. Yeah. So it breaks down to 155 160 bucks a month. I mean, that's basically what we're paying pretty darn close to what we're paying in Glenmore. Yeah. I mean, that's not bad. Lake Monticello is just around 190-something, I believe, a month, yeah. so that's pretty close. So what do you, what do you get for that? Um, they do offer, and I will speak to this personally, um, they have uh, it is a paid fire police and rescue service which is a big um uh it's a tremendous benefit being in nelson county because those are paid staff and they do have to respond i will tell you there was uh honestly my, my father had a heart attack about 10 years ago and they dispatched the, the wintergreen ambulance to come care for my father and, and that was and you're awesome. in shipman right and i'm in shipman yeah there's a place called Shipman, right? There is a place called Shipman. Gotcha. Checking. <laughs> when I moved here from Texas, I had no idea where that was either. <laughs> Shipman's beautiful. Yeah. That's fantastic. It so is. they saved his life. It, they saved his life. They did. Uh, and they ended up, uh, whatever, the uh, Pegasus, I think, the mm-hmm. Life Flight for UVA, um, ended up coming and picking him up. So that was, that was wonderful to know that we do have that kind of staff that will show up in time of emergency. And Nikki just joined us. Yes, good morning. So, good, good morning, morning Nikki. Monday. Nikki Chandler's in the house. Let me, see, let me see your shirt. What you got on there? Love. Nothing but love. Oh, Culture, look at that. Love it. Growth, family, education, passion. I can only read so many words upside down. <laughs> it's a great <laughs> shirt. So. The month for hearts. Exactly. Valentine's Day. There you go. Look I, at I, you. I did try to be in, like, theme. in theme here. And I like the I like new it. glasses. Right? Thank Those you, are new. Yes. Nikki getting that. some props on the show today. Yeah. Look at well, that. Well, they were a bigger size. And since I've gone to Progressive... Which the first time I put them on, I greatly regretted. But now that I've adapted, it takes a while. I'm really yeah. excited about them. <laughs> yeah. So the Not two or three people who don't know you, tell us oh, a little hi. about I'm who you are. I'm team leader at Keller Williams Alliance here in Charlottesville, Virginia, and um, and I don't know. I have purple glasses. And and you, you <laughs> I saw something about a band thing you were doing this weekend. Oh yes. Yeah, so not we that have... I not that I Facebook <laughs> you or anything like that. No, Maybe so we I had do. a photo shoot yesterday. It was it was so much fun. It was so great. it's cake fight is the name of the thing, cake and you had like cake all over your face or something. I might have had um, three cupcakes smooshed all over my face. Uh-huh. I'm pro- I'm pretty sure I still have some green icing stuck in there. <laughs> oh, it might all be out finally. There you go. We'll see. I don't know. I just said not the ears because that would still be in there if if so. So, so back to Wintergreen. Yes. Um, so, uh, good morning. Good morning. Good to see you. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Apologize. Good morning, everybody. So, look, I, I was looking at, you know, volume, right? So if you wouldn't mm-hmm. mind going to slide five, Judah, I'd appreciate that. So one of the neat things, and um, refresh my memory, Jerry, who, who helped me correct my error on, on this? Um, one of the, the, uh, the listeners and a and handful of them uh, with the acronyms. <laughs> Correct. Well, yeah. the acronyms uh, and me separating out Wintergreen. Oh right? yeah. yeah. I think it was Todd. Todd Rath. I think it was Todd Rath. The owner yeah. of Blue Toad Hard Cider uh-huh. said when we were looking at uh, Nelson County data mm-hmm. that it's really two different markets. It is Nelson County. Yes. And I lumped them all in Nelson. Yeah. Correct. And he said we should yeah. separate them. And That's I did. So thank true. you to Todd that mm-hmm. we actually I get a little smarter after each show. 
But the focus on the single family attached in condos, and most of those are condos, if you can take a look at the volume, you know, it's not a huge amount, but there was 140 transactions that were uh, sold in 2022. That's about a 16% drop over 21. Actually, 2020 was the banner year, which was right in the middle of COVID, right? The beginning of COVID in the middle of COVID. And I just wanted to ask you, you know, is, did you feel like COVID and wintergreen, did COVID help or hurt wintergreen? Because looking at the numbers, those were, they're, they're pretty stellar. Oh, I think it absolutely helped wintergreen. And why is that? Um, so I started selling up there in 2016. And I'll give you just a perspective as well. Um, at that time... At Wintergreen, between all of the different products, homes, townhomes, and condos, there were roughly, give or take, 150 properties actively for sale at any given time. Um, now we have, I think it's 46 in the entire county. Um, and all of Nelson. And all of Nelson. How many Wintergreen properties are there? Um, up at the top of the mountain, there are about, I think there's a give or take 2,000, a little 1,800, 2,000-ish between all of the different types. And I would say probably 900 to 1,000 homes, 900 to 1,000 condos or town or condos and townhomes, excuse me. Wow. Mm-hmm. I love when he comes on the show. <laughs> yeah, well, so, and I, and I have, I needed to spend some time. Please with don't you hold me to those numbers because. You well, said roundabout. Roundabout. You said roundabout. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so, so I did not when I. S- the map and count every part. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when I search Wintergreen, I need to search two different locations. You right? do. Um, and it's also good to know as well. Um, Wintergreen technically is a Roseland address. If anyone has ever heard of the town of Roseland, which is in southern Nelson County, um, and that has to relate to the Postal Service. So when searching for property at Wintergreen, if you decide to do such, Wintergreen, Wintergreen Resort, Wintergreen Mountain Village, and Roseland are all, will probably produce results. So I'm on the consumer side of the MLS. Mm-hmm. I pumped in Roseland VA into the search bar. Mm-hmm. Is that the best encompassing search of Wintergreen? I think Wintergreen Resort is You think Wintergreen Resort is, is better than Roseland? So that's yeah, what I'm in. But okay. sometimes, sometimes a, a client will reach out to me and say, hey, have you seen this property? I'll go to my saved search at Wintergreen and it doesn't pop mm-hmm. up. Understood. Just okay. because I haven't put Roseland into that criteria. Got it. Um, but then I just have the knowledge to, to go ahead and do that to, to locate it. So Wintergreen, I have Wintergreen Resort and Wintergreen Mountain, right? That's the two Correct. areas. I need to be. So detached, there's only eight homes available for sale. Yes, I saw all that this morning. That. Mm-hmm. And so you were saying at one point that number was substantially higher than that? Um, from, about, from the time I started in 2016 until about 2019, 2020 when COVID came about, um, so, it was about 70 to 80 homes was so pretty common. What, what, why do you think <clears throat> COVID boosted wintergreen outside stuff to do get out of the house quality of life well people wanted to people wanted to escape the city plus yeah. internet plus Just we'll have that conversation in <laughs> come on firefly well and more people were able to work remote come right and so not everybody required quite the internet that everyone Correct. really wants yeah. and needs so uh, I believe Firefly is present at Wintergreen now, and like um, all of it? which is the fiber optic. Nice. So that's great. And they're, oh, yeah. it's such an upgrade. But, I mean, honestly, people people wanted to escape the city and get to the mountains, mm-hmm. and um, the rental market obviously took off as a result of that, especially for the property owners. And so um, the, the amount of rental revenue that was generated during COVID, honestly, it, it, it was much higher 2020, 2021 than it is today. 
So if you <coughs> wouldn't mind to go to slide three, Judah. So this is a Nelson County wintergreen only, single family detached. So we're, we're taking out the condos mm -hmm. on that end of it. So it was, it was a four, there's a 43% drop from, from 2021 to 2022 in volume. That's... I, Best as I can tell in all the jurisdictions I've been looking at, that's that's pretty healthy, mm -hmm. healthy drop. Uh, some of them have been in the 20s and the 30s. Any explanation why you think that's going on? In say that again. I'm sorry. In regards so, to so I was trying to find the right that, slide. That, no worries. About. So in 2022, mm -hmm. single family detached just excludes new construction. Mm -hmm. There were 67 homes gotcha. sold. In 2021, there was 118. So that's a 43 percent <laughs> drop year over year mm -hmm. 2020 by the way was the banner year at 123 well on it, that it gets into um i think it gets into the prices going up and the interest rates going up at that time as well um because people were having to deal with um obviously you know a, a vacation home or a second home purchase and so you were not paying four or five percent on a second home you were paying six seven eight and your down payments were required to have changed quite a bit, Correct. right? You used to be able to do a, a lot less than 20%. Mm -hmm. So, so Nikki, I'm going to kind of throw this at you and see if you can and, and see what from your perspective. Is the, the work-at-home phenomenon changing, right? Are people starting to go back to the office, and could that be some of what's going on in Nelson County? I don't think that's some of what's going on in Nelson County, I do think there is definitely a, um, a conversation around that. There are a lot of workplaces that are sticking with what they said they would do, which is amazing and incredible, and allowing people to work remote more often. And sometimes that means only coming in once a week or once a month when there's something bigger happening. Like I had someone who bought a home in Richmond. I helped her buy her home there. And I made sure, I was like, hey, are you sure that your boss is not going to change their mind as things open back up and that has worked out incredibly well and when she does a shift to another role within that same organization in Charlottesville what's really great is that role which will potentially be an upgrade and all sorts of goodness for her is also going to allow remote so I think it really depends some of our areas really are sticking with that and I don't know that that's having a huge impact I would lean toward not as much impact as one might possibly think. What do you think, Jerry? Um, I think um, people are certainly having to go back um, to the office at a greater clip than we anticipated. Yeah. I think perhaps um, some of the, well, I mean, here's the expert. I mean, what, do you, what are your thoughts of why this <coughs> phenomenon is happening here? I mean, honestly, just being in, in Nelson and having, and well, still continuing to fight the internet battle. I mean, you think it's me, internet? I, I, I think the companies, obviously the companies have a lot to say about that as well. But up until even a few years ago, the ability to do that just wasn't present. And so I'll, I'll give a shout out back to Jesse, you know, and I know he's been. He's know, on here on all, Friday. Yeah. Um, Al been, Gore, Jesse. Al Gore created internet. <laughs> Jesse created <laughs> broadband in Fulvana County. Well, to, to pivot it a little bit, Gavin, um, what I found interesting, if you go to slide number four, Judah, though the volume dropped by 43%, the prices went up by 43%, right? So the, the single-family <clears throat> detached in, Nelson, in Wintergreen only 
$615,000. Keep in mind, 2017, that number was three twenty-five. dollars Is that jiving with what you're seeing on the ground? It is. It is. Um, my mind goes to one house up at Wintergreen specifically. It sold, give or take, around one fifty, maybe three or four years ago. One hundred fifty thousand. Mm-hmm. S- uh, single family detached. Single family detached. Wow. And I think it sold within the last year for over four hundred. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's... So that does you know that does play into it. Um, to that point as well, I am seeing, I am seeing the. The list prices still remain high, yeah. but I am starting to see more properties having price adjustments as well. And that's just, you know, as, as you well know, the balancing of the market is, is occurring, and it's benefiting one side a little bit better than the other side. Or is, is this the most challenging time to buy a vacation home or investment property or second home at Wintergreen? Maybe in the history of Wintergreen? In the history? I would say probably not. Yeah. How about in the last 20 years? Oh. Uh, I have no knowledge prior to 2016. They've gotten more expensive. <laughs> I, I can tell you because I've been around the around here for three and a half. Yeah. Winter Green was stale for a while. Oh, right? it was absolutely right. It was hard to either. It was hard to sell anything because of certain reason. But there was a lot of there was a lot of uh, organizational changes that that, mm-hmm. that I think helped quite a bit on the sale on the sales volume. But I'm looking right now just so that you know, single family detached in Winter Green. There's only one home in pending. So, so that's and that's that's mine. Th- that's yours. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it's, you're listing. Uh, no, actually, it was representing the buyer. Fantastic. There you He's go. He's getting props from agents. Oh, wow. um, Gracie Armstrong Haynes says you're a fantastic agent with whom to work with. Thank you, Gracie. Um, Gracie, Gracie, thank you for watching the program. You're a talented agent yourself. She's giving mm-hmm. you some props right there. Thank Keith you very Smith. Much. Yeah, so um, I'm, I'm looking at the numbers for live as we're talking about that, and, and it it looks like you're still in the some of, in the high double digit days on markets and the Correct. triple digits. That the mm-hmm. one that you put on the contract was on the market for 118 days. Are you seeing in Wintergreen those larger days on market impacting buyers and sellers? Or they come to expect that. Um, I think it is impacting things. Well, we had the conversation recently as well. It's who's going to realize what's happening first. And I think we're at the point where the buyers saw what's happening six months ago. Oh, yeah. And now sellers are getting on board to some degree. And it's just a, it's a slow turn, you know, um, to, to see that happen. Yeah. What do you think, Nikki? Well, going back to the investing question, I think a lot of that, you know, whether or not it's a, a more challenging time to invest, there are different times that are more challenging than others. And I think the key thing is to realize that investing is a long game. I, I get there are some short-term investings in real estate, but generally speaking, if you're investing in real estate, you're playing a long game. And when you play the long game, over the years, the numbers work out. Yeah. And I think that was a conversation I was just having in office this morning. And one of those conversations we try to have often, but it was about how, you know, sometimes there's a perception of it being, and I was like, what? That's a perception? You should show me these things because I probably need to know the other thoughts on this. But I, they, they were sharing, you know, yeah, some people are viewing it as a short term and that it's a bad investment. And I was like, oh, they're doing it wrong. Um, <laughs> truly, right? And that's really investing in general, but specifically we're talking about real estate. So I, there's always opportunity. Always. 
condos active yes. as it sits right now? Eight or nine. Eight. Eight Good yeah. job. See, you are an expert. How many are impending? Well, let me go back. We, I didn't finish the conversation. Nope. So people should know when it comes to condos, um, you also have – so there is the WPOADs that you have to pay at Wintergreen, which is a little less than 2000 right now. Um, but you also do have to pay, if you buy a condo or a townhome, you also have to pay dues to the condo association that is uh, managing that community. So we and got two different for, sets correct. of association dues. Does that get costly for the condo owners? It does. It yeah. does. Um, I'd have What's to look like at the monthly nut, roundabout? Um, I'd have to look at the numbers. The cheapest between both dues is probably about 6000 bucks a year. That's costly. What are the point. perks to that? What the, does that offer? The most expensive at this point is probably about eleven or twelve. Wow, thousand. That is a lot. For, yeah. That includes both the WPOA dues and the condo dues. Okay. Um, wow. but That's people, still... people do need to know that. Yeah. And we've we found a workaround. If if any agents are listening um, in MLS, if you always wonder why there's a, I think it's nine. 1969 is the mm-hmm. WPOA right dues, yep. yeah. and then there's also a road maintenance for a condo. Mm. So we started putting the condo dues in the road maintenance just so, even though it's not the correct label, it at least discloses the cost. The total. The total. I I did not. I just learned something. I did not know that. Ivy Ivy Haynes giving you props. So we have both Haynes um, talented (laughs) girls watching you and giving you props. And sorry about that thing way back when. <laughs> Apparently they've forgiven you. I'm just saying. She's giving you some props. Yeah. Okay. She's doing great. Well, how yeah. about that? Huh? Says you're great. So I'm look. I'm pulling up one of them. This is right, good knowledge right here. Right now. So you have the association fee at 1650, and then the road maintenance is uh, 1669. Uh, I bet it's a quarter. I bet it's. I bet it's quarterly. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Look at that. Huh? Mm-hmm. You're quarterly. So the 1650 is quarterly. Yeah. Um, the 1969 is yearly? Uh, the, the 1969 for the WPOA is yearly, and they bill that on an annual basis. I think they send out the bills like around Thanksgiving, and you have to pay it by, I believe, the end of February. So back to what the market is, is doing at Wintergreen for the condo side mm-hmm. of thing. Mm-hmm. You're spot on. There's eight active, but there's nine pending, which is pretty good ratio. It is. An excellent ratio. Yeah. Um, the median, the median uh, units that are pending right now, just the size, it's one bedrooms, two baths. Wow, 754 square feet. Mm-hmm. Been on the market for 41 days. And the medium, uh, median, excuse me, list price is 175. Is that tracking about what you're seeing <laughs> yeah, out there? that's about right. Mm-hmm. So a one bedroom, one bath, excuse me, two bath condo, roughly 800 square feet, yeah. is going to cost you a buck 75. Yes. Plus all the fees on top. Plus of that. all the fees on top of that. So uh, how how are the Ivy Haynes says she's laughing out loud. <laughs> never forgiven ever, and then gives you the chicken head. I don't know what the chicken head emoji <laughs> means over there. Um, what um, chicken, how, chickens were not allowed in the HOA? Oh, gotcha. <laughs> how are the short-term rental investors managing the uh, monthly HOA payments? Can they capably do it and run a short-term rental business? <sighs> Yes and no. Um, I, I'm so that's a, big, a second mortgage. I I don't like to I don't like to have a client just walk up and say, "Hey, I want to buy a condo and make some money." Okay. Um, if they say that, um, my, I immediately divert to the conversation we just had because I don't want to waste their time. You're saying dues? Yeah, yeah dues. Yeah. Um, so what what does that conversation look like? This is a good show right here. Um, okay. You're, you're the buyer? Yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah. Uh, okay, you want to buy a condo? Okay, great. Um, I'm broke, by the way, but go ahead. 
get out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done with this guy. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I'm finished. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, honestly, it's, it's just a simple conversation of, okay, um, are you aware of the costs associated with property ownership here? And that includes the WPOA dues and the condo dues if you buy a, a condo. Um, I, not to disparage the condos, I'm, I don't like that fee. I, I'm, I, I lean a little bit towards the homes as a result just because you don't have to pay that condo dues. Um, you know, personally speaking, I'll take the real estate head off. But, you know, that's, um, I mean, that's something people need to consider. But then again, you have certain people who say, I'm willing to pay that because I don't want the maintenance yeah, of the house. Yeah. And so that's the give and take. So, and if, and okay, if, if I want to live condo life, yeah. what are the things that I, for that fee that mm-hmm. I don't have to worry about and deal with? So they will typically pay um, parking lot maintenance, nice. um, sidewalk maintenance, okay. exterior lighting, you know, the walkways going into the buildings, okay. um, parking lot lighting. Um, that also includes uh, general maintenance. Um, so they'll fix the small stuff. What about my roof? Um, yes and no. And oh, Hold it. Maybe yes, maybe, maybe, yes, no. maybe no, no yes, yeah. but he's going to tell us why. <laughs> you have an exact answer for this, right? Uh, sure, we'll go with that. <laughs> um, yes and no. I always tell people that when you buy a condo, you need to be aware of a special assessment. And does everyone hear? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, but for people who they, don't, mm-hmm. because there are a lot of people watching. <clears throat> so special assessments, they occur on a pretty regular basis. And what I mean by that is the, so the, the condo boards are made up of property owners, you know, just people in the community who decide to be on the board to manage how things are done. They hire typically one of several companies in the general area to manage the condo. The, the condo association, I should say. And so they'll send somebody by on a pretty regular basis checking on the condition of the properties, the roof, the windows, the doors, the parking lot, you know, the landscaping, things like that. Every 10, 15, 20, 30 years, you are going to be given a special assessment, which is going to be an additional cost to replace the roof, to replace the siding, to replace the windows, the doors. But this is common. All of those For things. a condo association. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I've heard... Sometimes they're as cheap as maybe a thousand bucks. Sometimes or, they're as expensive as fifty, sixty, seventy thousand dollars. So somebody needs to be cautious about that Correct. because the special assessment also applies on the association side of the house Correct. too, and right? So I, I always err on the side of caution and kind of try to break the bad news very quickly. Um, a lot of the time, and there's nothing; they're not doing anything wrong. It's the way business is done. If you don't pay the special assessment within a certain amount of time, they have the ability to place a lien on your property. Uh, I I always just like to disclose that and say, you need to know this before you purchase this type of property. That's why you need a trusted advisor. That's why you need somebody who's an expert in in the field. And that's why this iPhone I hold in my hand really won't do the job that we do so so well. Everybody, every real estate agent that's watching does so well. On that end of it is is because you have to have these tough conversations up front of these uh, honest conversations so the buyer understands that. That being said, since the beginning of the year, seven condos have closed Mm -hmm. in, in Wintergreen. Uh, two bedrooms, two baths, roughly a thousand square feet. Twenty-six days on market. Sale price of two thirty-four. So, so the condo purchaser, your advice to them is: you got to go there, enjoy the condo, make use of it personally. 
and then if you get additional revenue from a short-term rental, <laughs> then that's just gravy. Correct. That's your counsel, what you're saying here, right? Well, I mean, certain people, they, they don't want to use the property. They want to buy it simply as an For investment. STR, for, for, for short-term rental? Correct. And the margin is there um, just strictly without enjoying it for personal use for a short-term <sighs> rental model? I think I think with where the prices are right now, I think it's going to be hard to. Because it's expensive, you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I mean, properties that are in the three hundreds now sold in the low, or excuse me, in the high one hundreds. You know, several years ago, um, and so that's that's just something to consider. Um, I always try to err on the side of caution and say, yeah. please, please run your own numbers. I'm happy to give you as much information as possible, but the best I can say is you may break even. So I'm looking at Airbnb right now. As I mean, you're I'm chatting. not going to guarantee somebody's going to make. No, know, I know, right? And that's why you're good at your yeah. job. People, well, thank you. Yeah, he's honest. Yeah. In the is month of February, happen? condos. I'm just buzzing through this. Condos are ranging anywhere between about $178 a night, $150, a night. Uh, there's whole houses for 513 a night. So keep in mind, this is ski season, so it's the busy time of year. Right. Mm-hmm. When we get into March, April, May, right after ski season, and I hate to say it, but somebody described it to me years ago, wintergreen kind of turns into a ghost town. So what you're saying for is a couple months. that might be the time to do a little work retreat where Correct. you don't really need all the things, yeah. the skiing, or mm-hmm. a songwriter retreat, or whatever, yeah. it, you know, I'm just thinking of things that I would want there. Sure. <laughs> to, to your point. I or just enjoy put, it yourself. I just put April That's true. in. Yes. Yeah. I just put April in, it drops it to like 75, 80 bucks a night. Okay. And, yeah. and they probably don't rent. Um, yes and no. I mean, that, that turns into a big... I look at it from this perspective. Ski season is going to bring... I am so making up a number right now. That's going to bring 5,000 people to the resort to be on 20 ski slopes. So in a very compacted area. Um, there still may be 5,000 people on the resort, but they may be on the 30-plus miles of hiking trails. So yeah. trying to... Winter is when everybody gathers in one place, I guess is what I'm trying to say. So while the, the slopes, the kind of wrap up the condo conversation. Well so I buy a condo, or Mrs. Smith buys a condo up there, and do we get discounts on like on lift tickets and <coughs> stuff um, like so that? So you can be a property owner without being a member. Oh, um, you do not. Uh, no. So as a property owner, no, you do not get a discount. As so I'm member, paying condo fees. <coughs> Correct. I'm paying association fees, mm-hmm. but I don't get uh, any sort of discount for lift tickets. But that's, co- that's common for ski resorts. Is that resorts. common? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's common Correct. for ski mm-hmm. resorts. But they can still use the slopes. Correct. They could just pay full retail. Or yeah. you get the discount like you've highlighted if you're willing to pay the, the yearly membership fee, which is worth it if you ski more yeah. than a handful of times. Correct. The savings is, is, is substantial. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you suggest that to folks that are skied more than once? <sighs> yes and, and we no. Did, we I, did it. I'd have to double check my number here, but I want to say, as a member, you get a thirty-five percent discount. It's pretty substantial. Yeah, on activities. Plus, so. you get to see Gavin on the slopes. I mean, my God, that's priceless, right? Patricia <laughs> Irby is watching the program, and mm-hmm. she's relaying some firsthand perspective. Yeah, she said she closed a condo in Wintergreen in December as a second home getaway. Mm-hmm. It was important to understand the WAPO dues and condo dues and what it covers. Condos may be slightly different with what they cover and are responsible for. For example, decks and windows, and she says, pay very close attention to the condo reserves and the planned maintenance schedules. Correct. 
Um, that's I Keller uh, Keller Williams team member Patricia Yerby. Mm -hmm. She's got a fantastic forehand on the tennis court. <laughs> you should see what she's doing at the board set. It's pretty impressive. Um, Keith Smith. So let's talk about future markets in Wintergreen. What 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 is your your crystal ball? <laughs> Uh, saying about that, are we keeping the in, is, is inventory going to pick up? Is the tempo going to stay the same? Do you see that shifting a little bit? Mm. What, what's your crystal ball saying? My mind kind of follows just the uh, the ebb and flow of pretty much everything in life. You know, up and down, up and down. And sure. so, when it's going to happen, honestly, I, I don't know. But I think inventory will come about. What about the rest of rest of Nelson County? Are you seeing oh, let's get uh, Nikki in the mix I'm too. Sorry, oh, no, I want to do the Nelson County real quick first because yeah. I'm curious, and then I'll I'll jump in here. Thank um, you. I do. Like, uh, you know, and once again, you know, I think not to go back to the same topic, but I think it's it's internet based. Yeah. With with CVEC and well, thank goodness I'm an Appalachian customer myself, and when I found first found out that Firefly was only going to be granted to CVEC customers, let's just say I was not happy. Um, that What's is, the speed of your internet? That has since changed. Hmm. Jerry, you uh, is it is it horrendous? <laughs> no idea that I have no knowledge of any of that. Is, is it fast, slow? Is I it? push the button in the. You're talking about Firefly in the internet. Well, it's no, fantastic. No, no. His, <laughs> oh, okay. his, let's put it this way: he needs to drive into the office if he wants to really zoom or something like that. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. Um, yeah. it's gotten better. I have a satellite connection right now. Um, and I'm, I'm waiting on Firefly to be oh, brought yeah, to my house. Yeah, you've got satellite. Mm -hmm. It's bad. Yeah. It's really bad. <clears throat> Sorry. But you're, no, uh, no, no, no. Uh, but but the, the, you're eventually going to get it to your home. That's the important thing. <laughs> I think my wife is watching and she's that probably laughing me. at this moment, just agreeing. Why, yeah. she's shaking her head in agreement with Nikki saying, yes, it's, it's bad. bad. It's it really is. bad. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And tis the real life, because yeah. sometimes that is the only yeah. option until Firefly mm -hmm. happens. It is. And Firefly is amazing. So I will say... You experience that firsthand? Yeah. Firefly? Yeah. Yes. You yes. It? I have it. Well, I don't, but I have people who have it. Mm -hmm. And I'm incredibly jealous. I have Xfinity. Yeah. And I feel like what I'm getting for my money is not worth it. Oh. So. Uh, Lisa, his wife, his beautiful wife, just sends him the uh, yes. blowing kiss emoji. <laughs> and I think that emoji right there just said a thousand words, Nikki. <laughs> on the feed right there. I guess. I think we are is all in agreement wife? there. Yeah, my wife. Yeah, the blowing kiss emoji. <laughs> we, hope, we hope that's <laughs> If not, we should just I am sending you back the other part of our little message, <laughs> which Ooh. I cannot do on <laughs> Oh, oh, yeah, you can say whatever you want. It's, it's much worse for us to have that left up. Okay. Our imagination. There is little ears. Letting you know. thing too. Baby cakes. There you go. <laughs> there you okay. go. Baby cakes. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love yeah. it. That's great. Don't yes. leave things to people's imagination. So <laughs> jump, well, but, jump in on your okay. Nelson County well, read. Well, so I, yeah. I don't know like how many people have really looked at a map of some of our counties, right? But it's really interesting. Mm -hmm. So like the north part of Nelson County, it really overlaps with a lot of the more Charlottesville-based market. Okay. But a lot of Nelson does not. A lot of Nelson, it, right. it almost, it's like if we were talking about southern Albemarle versus Buckingham County, right? The very top of Buckingham still works for what most people consider commutable. <clears throat> well, what some people consider commutable, actually, because a lot of people, once you cross that bridge, they're like, nope. Um, and I feel like there's a lot of Nelson that's that way yeah. too, right? Faber, which by the way is said Faber, not Faber, just helping people out. Thank you, there are Nikki. some weird Thank things you. in our yes. area. Um, to me, I'm like, I feel like that's kind of close enough. 
And once you start getting south, while you hit some wonderful breweries and some really cool music places like Rappi's, Rapunzel's, it's also not necessarily an area you want to commute from to get to Charlottesville or Waynesboro. It's just it's a little further out. And that impacts greatly where people are going to go and how far in that county they're going to go for their residential home, that residential property that they're living in, right? So whereas some of that lower area might be better for investing because you have the breweries and the wedding venues and the 151, Mm -hmm. all of that, it's just a different area. Well, let me ask you a question. So um, I'm a little bit familiar, and I I have done some work up there, but I'm not going to say it's my area, like Greene County, for instance. Mm, Yes. Um, How long does it take somebody to get to UVA from, Um, you know, from Rutgersville or from Barbersville maybe even? I mean, is that that's still a forty-minute drive, right? If they're getting to UVA, that's actually—I I think you're probably right. And especially if they're working at UVA, then you have to figure out the whole getting from parking to your office. So I will tell so, you, it takes it takes me thirty-five minutes to get from my driveway to. Okay, you're Fontaine, in Shipman, right? To basically Fontaine. Okay. Forty-five minutes. Thirty-five. Thirty-five. So, so I, you're to work. You're at forty-five. Uh, to get to Ix. Yeah. Really? From my house, it takes me about forty. 40. Okay. Plecker, Plecker's saying 25 in the Nice. Mix. Do you just pop up 56 to 29? Mike, we'll have the speed limit conversation in another time. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a whole different conversation. Totally. We're Michael not Plecker do that is here. The, the mayor of Fontana. He's watching the program as we speak. And I will not accept responsibility, but if you want to know where the police sit on 29, just. <laughs> no, 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 stop. 29. Stop. And it's a stop. lovely drive every morning, right? Oh, it's wonderful. Yeah, I love that drive. Whether there I'm in is, my car or on a bike, I love it. It's 30 miles of nothing but highway. Yeah. There's no stoplights. There's no stop signs. There's no traffic circles. I know that's a big thing nowadays, too. Well, and there's um, not real traffic. It can get busy at times, but yeah. generally speaking, <laughs> that stretch of 29 mm-hmm. until you get to what? Um, I don't know, Lynchburg, maybe even? I well, don't, maybe a little bit before. Where does it hit? Going, an area. going home, making up numbers, if yeah. there are 100 cars from you know Fontaine going south on 29, past 64. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, past south of 64. Once not you get before. past North Garden, Dr. Hose, <laughs> yeah. then it goes down to 50 cars. Once you get south of Coesville, then yeah. there's 20 cars. Nice. You know, I have in to the say mix. it's a little. So, so it's a better drive than I would have thought. Yeah. So, according to the Google, um, Rutgersville to UVA right now is a 34 minute. Okay. 34 Neil Williamson's minute watching. He says, I can make it from UVA to the Rutgersville Sheets in 30 minutes tops. Yes. Okay. Are we talking like traffic time? Like truly, I think that makes a big it'll difference. Be dri- it'll be his drive time. Yeah, his okay. drive time. Oh, that, yeah. Okay, that's thank yeah. you. That's his drive time. Yeah. The reason I, I snickered a little bit is I was looking. I had it set up for biking, and oh, it was one hour yeah. and fifty nine no. minutes. In case somebody was wondering. <laughs> yeah. So it's not that far, is what you're saying. Is it's that not your that point? far. That's it's your point, that right? That's my point. And that's yeah. actually really good to know because I think the perception is that, that it's, it's really really far. It, yeah. Right. And it's really, really far. And then you can start putting it into perspective that a lot of folks are commuting from Waynesboro on the other side of the mountain here. Mm-hmm. And while they're shaving a little bit um, less time, maybe that can be quantified as five to ten minutes, the drive is much more arduous and stressful than the drive that you guys oh, are yes. talking about, where the drive is easy peasy. So you may want to weigh, yeah. you want to save eight to ten minutes, go over the mountain, deal with the fog, deal with the trucks, or do what you're doing. I would take... I would take what 29. you guys are doing. 29. Yeah. 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 Don't and, you think? And I love that drive it's up okay. the mountain. It's beautiful, but it is much more stressful. It's stressful. 
Yes, yes. Especially when it's foggy. And if there's bad weather, yeah. I, I'd rather it's do like 29 white knuckle. than 64. No doubt. Yeah. And are the prices synonymous, Nikki? Ooh, okay. I haven't looked to compare that lately, and I'm not... What, what do you think? Do you know on Wayne that? Wayne Bird and Nelson? Yeah. Um, you know, honestly, I think... I'd have to run the comparison, mm-hmm. but I... For the most part... You think I, it might be? I think it's probably pretty... Well, Waynesboro is definitely going to be cheaper than, you know, the east side of the mountain. Yes. You know, or... Yes. Um, you know, I think going north into Greene County. I think that's worth taking a look at, though. I mean, I could be definitely. totally wrong. Yeah. So, but, we'll keep an eye yeah. on Real Talk with Keith Smith. All right. Because I've got, I've got <laughs> nice. those numbers coming, awesome. coming I love up. it, yes. Coming up. So the, just to put it in pr- perspective, Lovingston to UVA right now is according to the Google, is 35 minutes. So it was 34 Dang. minutes from Rutgersville to UVA from okay. that. And, and I would venture the south end of 29 is a little prettier of a drive than well, 29 the, north. My mind goes to my drive from Lovingston to UVA versus Rutgersville to UVA. There is not a single stoplight, except when you get to Fontaine. I, I Diego, Diego Anderson makes this point. Um, Waynesboro does have fiber, though. So he's highlighting that as like a valve prop where you are for, in Nelson, for Waynesboro. Absolutely. Well, yeah. and I think each yeah. has That's its own individual. Point, like I could sell either of them incredibly well sure. because I truly believe that they each have their own wonderful value yeah. adds. Oh, I love that. And, and a lot of them are overlapping oh, and slightly different. Truly variations yeah. on a theme in many ways. Oh, Whether so we're many... talking food yeah. or music or beauty. I, yeah. Oh, Augusta's great. I, I agree with you. Well, we're going to start diving into that in future shows, but I, I do want to, if you don't mind, slide number one, Judah. I do want to take a look at Nelson County, the county only, single-family detached. This excludes new construction, which is very little in, in Nelson County for that, and excludes all, all the volume, and thank you, Todd, all the volume, volume in, in Wintergreen. So 2022, there was 139 units sold. In 2021, there was 176. So it's a 21% drop. But, Jude, if you can go to slide number two, and I thank you for all you're doing, man. It's really interesting. Um, 2022 was only 1% in dollar value over 2021. So 2022 was 401. 2021 is 396. That being said... 2020 to 2021, there was a nine, almost a hundred thousand dollar jump, a 32 percent jump. So, looking at some of the other jurisdictions that that we're looking at, Nelson County happens to be the least amount of percentage growth year over year, 2021 versus 2022. What do you think about that? Can you explain that? What 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 do you think is going on there? I think it relates back to the inventory, and I also think it goes back to Buyers realizing that they don't have to just buy something, right. and they have the ability to wait. And so the smaller number of homes that are for sale, people are being more selective, and they're just not jumping into it. So Green County was 3% year over year, mm-hmm. uh, but the median sales price in 2022 was 340 versus 401 So there's a little less, but the values are, are higher than, than Green County. What are you thinking about that? Nikki? Yeah, I was checking out the comment from Kevin Higgins about no, UVA expansion. I'm so sorry. I was seeing what the uh, people were saying out there. People. And no, I know the people. Kevin, you are now the people. Um, <laughs> 
But he was talking about how, because we're talking about UVA, and when we're saying UVA, we're talking about, like, downtown. And he's correct. <laughs> they're expanding. They're, they're going to be on the north side of town. But for our conversation, we were really focused on the downtown area. So I don't mean to derail. No, 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 no. You're fine. You're fine. Uh, Fulvana <laughs> County was 10% over year over year, by the way. Oh. So ten, that was a 10%. That was excluding Lake Monticello, new construction. Okay. Uh, it was a 10% year over year 2021 versus 2022 gain. Okay, so I have a question then. So in regards to that, when we're looking at Green or yeah. Admiral or Fluvanna, mm -hmm. did they all have that large of a jump from No, so so that's so that great point. So looking at Fulvana mm -hmm. right now, 20 to 2021, there was only an 8% jump. So that was a 32% exactly. jump. And I think that's your COVID bump. I really think that's your full, uh, your Nelson County mm -hmm. COVID bump. And then, uh, you know, and I think that's what's going on. I, I, I don't want to disparage Nelson County, but I think you're going to start seeing some of that going backwards on, sure. that, on, on that end of it. Would well, you agree or disagree with that? No, I agree with that. And so you're talking about the 299 to the 396 between 20 and... 21. I, I think I think you're I think you're going to see, I don't yeah. think you're going to see values go down. Sure. I think you're going to see small percentage mm -hmm. increases, but I'm, I think you're going to see the volume. Well, so I mean, down. I'm I'm talking with several people right now who are interested in in homes at Wintergreen, and the first question they ask me is, "Am I going to make money on the rental?" And so mm -hmm. they're not buying because I can't tell them, "Yeah, you're going to make thirty thousand dollars. You're going to make seventy thousand dollars." And so, like you said. Yeah. Try that question again. I missed it. So, so you have buyers that want to buy single-family <clears throat> detached. Well, so talking about the different, um, talking about the different types of housing um, stock. Stock, yeah. Yeah. Well, buyers too. So it relates to you know Wintergreen is a completely different market than the rest of Nelson County. I mean, not to get into it, but I also think Afton is kind of in that mix as well. Definitely. Um, so then, when you're talking about people who are looking to buy at Wintergreen, it's, you know, it's, it's two types of people, one or three, I guess, if you want to break it down that far. The personal users who don't ever want to rent it, yep. the ones who do want to use it and rent it to maybe cover some costs, and then the people who just want to make money. And the people who are just trying to make money are being pushed out now because they're not seeing the profit. So we learned on Friday with Jesse Rutherford um, that the schools are continued to decline in population. Correct. Enrollment. Enrollment, thank you. Um, any thoughts on that, guys? No. <laughs> Got it. So, so, so how about them Mets, huh? Yeah. <laughs> that could but, be a yeah. byproduct of COVID, though. It could well, be a byproduct be. Of, of the younger families that moved to Nelson during COVID for quality of life and outdoors, me, now realizing that potentially they cannot do Nelson full-time. So I have a lot of good... Uh, let me come back and say maybe I do have a thought. Um, I think a lot, at least in Nelson County, and I can't speak about Albemarle and Charlottesville and all that, because um, a lot of my family friends... So, you know, the friends that I have who have families is what I mean homeschool and yes. so that is oh. that is becoming i don't want to use the term fad but that's becoming more, more popular. popular it's more becoming popular. more popular yeah. um and i see the benefit too i mean when somebody told me about homeschooling and said wow you really only have to teach your kid for about three or four hours a day instead of sticking them in a school for eight or nine that's mm -hmm. a pro and a con. my first my first question <laughs> well was, there are more really? pros to that it's a pro and yeah <laughs> yeah 
Kids no, but I would be curious to see it, well, you know, you know what the data now. is on homeschooling, yeah. how many people were yeah. homeschooling in 2019, 2020, 2021, 2022. Is that big in Albemarle? Um, so I think there is a community. I don't know. When I first yeah, moved to the area, I know there was a pretty large homeschool community, mm-hmm. but it's been a long time since I've looked into that. And every now and then I run across, you know, somebody who um, is part of that community, and it seems to be thriving. Yeah. Um, I do think some of the groups, from my understanding, have a little, like, a faith-based aspect to it, mm-hmm. which is limiting for some in the area who might be interested. And I don't know if there are other options because it really has been a long, I mean, my, my oldest is 21 now. And when we first moved to the area, he was in kindergarten, first grade, first grade. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's been a hot minute. (laughs) Well, where was I going with that? Sorry. Homeschooling. From a personal (laughs) perspective and Certain people will call me up and say, I need to put my kids in this school district or at this school. And not to disparage Nelson, but nobody ever calls me and says, I got to get my kid in Nelson County Schools compared to other locations. Crozet, Western. Let me try the question a different way. Last year, the buyers that you helped buy Mm -hmm. in Wintergreen or Nelson County, what, what, what was the typical profile? Were they more my age, um, which would be old, by the way, but my age? Or were they Jerry's age with kids? What, what, was the, what, what, did, what did that typical buyer look like to the, you? The wintergreen shopper can be anybody. That Got can it. be anybody from, you know, 20 years old all the way up until 80 years old. Got it. Um, so there's hope for me yet. <laughs> Yona? Um, nicely done thank you Um, when it comes to other parts of the county um, I mean honestly I've been waiting for the zings you have no everybody who's watching and listening have no idea how well behaved you are right now (laughs) don't tempt me there's still time I I, I walk in the office and they just get zinged and zinged and zinged so but thank you for at least getting getting one zing in. Let me, let me let me divert for one second, and I will sing your praises. So my Do you want me wife, to get dressed we call her Nicole. Okay. I know you said Lisa. Okay. Um, so uh, she had an issue with her car. I was tied up, could not get to her. It, within it probably would have taken me a good hour and a half, two hours, to go help her. I called Keith, and he was there within fifteen minutes. And Aww. so he he really is a good guy. <laughs> he really he really is a good guy. I can attest to that, Keith. You really and, are. And, and, we, and we agree. The, we and all he, agree. And, and like, you're a good guy. And he fixed the problem. So. Oh, nice. I'm, yes. I'm a problem right. solver. I fixed the yeah, problem. Andy. I was. Yeah. I may have been, I may have been sweating and glistening <laughs> in the car in the summer. He, he forgot to tell he was in the middle of freaking August or whatever it was. Why do you think I called you? Yeah. I, mean, sure. I was right down the road. <laughs> <laughs> Smith will do it. He's an idiot. Exactly. He'll go out there. So back to your question about. Uh, thank you. I I mean, like Gavin. That was a thank lot of fun. I got I got yeah. to spend some wonderful quality time underneath the car with your with your better seven eights. Yes. And um, we, we, got absolutely is. we got it fixed. We got it fixed. So the uh, I mean the other people the other shoppers in Nelson. Um, I mean usually, I think a lot of it is people who really want to, you know, leave the city or leave a more populated area a little bit. And actually become, you know, a permanent resident. And there are are also a lot of, I'll use the term locals, you know, people who were just born in Nelson County and who love it and don't want to leave. And, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, when 
I've said it before when I've been on the show. I got here from a big city, and I thought I was going to lose my mind. And you came from Austin, right? I came from Austin, Texas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and now I, that was 20 years ago, and now I don't want to leave. I if I had to, you know, go back to where I came from, I would probably have a hard time. You know, quite honestly, because I've I have discovered the joy of living outside of the city myself. Well, it can be, it's wonderful. And you're right. Like there are a lot of people who I would imagine want a little more space. They often, I mean, outside of wintergreen, they're not looking for an HOA. They don't want anybody to tell them what to do when they're in their home and they don't want to see their neighbors. They want to like their neighbors, but they don't want to see them. Right. And that's, that's a whole different area. And you can't just get that anywhere. And you can find that in Nelson County. Um, so Neil Williamson's watching Free Enterprise Forum. He says the uh, Nelson County Schools enrollment has been dropping for years. Yeah. And he said, check out the Free Enterprise Forum local government spending index for that data. And oh, shared the thank link. Thank you. Thank you, Neil. Yeah. Katie Pearl, another mm-hmm. fantastically talented Katie. Keller Williams um, realtor. We have dubbed her the Queen of Whitehall. KTP, we love when you watch the show. She says, I can guarantee you the homeschooling numbers in Albemarle County have shot up as well. And she says, with everything that's been going on in Almore County Public Schools, I have clients and buyers that literally are telling me they need to move to Greene County to get their kids mm. into a school into this school system. That has been a huge shift from the request that she's fielded in the past. Yeah. She also echoes that Keith is, is a good guy. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, Michael Plecker says, hang in there, Gavin, because there's a lot of parents that want their kids out of Almore K through 12 schools, and mm. they may be coming to Nelson. Okay. Um, that's a common theme. Um, I'm also uh, hearing that from people as well. Uh, Bill McChesney says you should highlight the uh, additional cost that comes with brakes and transmissions with vehicles for those living atop the mountain at Wintergreen because yeah. it has a substantial impact on your car or your uh, vehicle. <clears throat> Gabe Anderson yeah. um, is watching. He says, hi, Gavin, you're looking good. And Ooh. isn't Nikki the famous cake fight vocalist? These are some <laughs> happening people right now. Gabe Anderson's a talented pickleball player himself. He's watching the program as we speak. Um, you're getting love from Tristan Ashley as well on the show. And comments are coming in very Thank fast you, and furious, including from Jerry Russell, who says, hello, Gavin. Hello, Jerry. Wow, Good yeah. to hear from you. Good to hear from you, too, Jerry Russell. Look, look at that. Look Thank, at you that. Look selling, at that. <laughs> Thank you for selling my parents their house 20 years ago. Uh, Jerry Russell did? Jerry Russell That's did. Awesome. Fantastic. Small world. Yeah. yeah. Without Jerry, you wouldn't be sitting here. That is correct. Jerry, what the hell did you do? <laughs> <laughs> Jerry is a different Jerry than the Jerry that's talking right now. Hey, God, it's Jerry. Uh, Wrong Jerry. Jerry. Wrong Jerry. Be a female right there. Uh, Jerry Russell's fabulously talented. <clears throat> Keith Smith. Yeah, so uh, we, one of the things we do on Mondays is I try to take a look at week over weeks, mm-hmm. right? The last seven days going backwards, looking at the same seven days a year ago. My. My uh, Robin across the, the table from me here taught me how to actually take a picture and date, date it. So I'm looking at the same day last year, all the six jurisdictions. So same week a year ago, 53 units went, homes went, went active, um, 66 went pending. The la- so it's picking up a little bit. The last seven days, 69 went active, but 74 went went pending. So I wasn't smart enough to do the ratios, but they look awfully close to that. So everybody kind of thought the beginning of last year that inventory would start shooting up. Pendings might drop a little bit. I mean, you, 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 
you have a wonderful team, so you see a lot more folks uh, than Yona and I do as far as agents go. Uh, what kind of vibe are you getting out there with agents? Are they concerned about the lack of inventory? Or, you know, what, 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 what is the water cooler discussion at one of your team meetings? Oh, so I think generally speaking, we've all been concerned about lack of inventory I mean, for a while now. This mm-hmm. has been something we've been preparing for, we've been talking around. And yet it's it's not just a concern and it's not like worry or like, I don't know, I guess some people are probably stressed about it. It's more of a, okay, what do we need to do? How do we approach this, right? I think we've talked about this a considerable amount on the show, that agent perspective of how do you handle a shift in the economy and how what do you do with that? And it's really about providing your value. It's not that hard to get a real estate license, but did guys. It really, <laughs> did it really owe shift? Right, because it, 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 it's as far as inventory and pendings go, mm-hmm. we're kind of at the same ratio as we were a year ago. Has I think you got to go a little further back, though, because a year ago, I think we, like I said, I feel like this conversation has been going on for a while, sure. and really, I think the shift happened slowly over more time, and I do think that this year is the year that more people are going to feel it. Um, I, I just think that it's a it's an interesting time to be in real estate, to need to buy, to need to sell, and it's still worth it. It's still good. It's it's still a seller's market, well, well, right? Well, the fact that there's 74 pending mm-hmm. versus um, hold on a second here versus uh, my phone went blank on whatever it I was. Totally get it. Whatever was last last year. I would be interested to pull the reports to show which 74 versus the other, what those homes were, where they were, all of that, right? I mean, I know in the same area, but... Yeah, I'm just looking at big numbers here, mm-hmm. right? So the bottom line is, is you would think with with interest rates double than they were last year, that the pendings would not be as high as they are now, but they're creeping up, and I'm trying to figure out why is that? But we have why do so we think much, that's going on? We have on? so much need for, tra- like, people move in and out here all of the time. We have NGIC that is only growing, right? We have various military contract companies that by their nature it's very similar to maybe not quite as as mobile as the military life cycle but oftentimes there's a lot of mobility within those industries whether it's need for job relocation or for ability to promote and move oftentimes dc word or maryland word to to certain facilities over there it, it really varies. We also have UVA. The nature of that is very mobile. We have the school side of UVA. We have the hospital side. All of these mean we have people on a very regular basis going in and out at a rate where we're only going to be impacted so much by that. It's not going to hit some sort of a standstill because people have to move. You have people moving from living independently to needing more support with where they're living. You have people who are moving out of home with mom and dad. And sometimes leaving the area, sometimes maybe having a roommate situation and headed to Waynesboro. There are there's so many reasons where our our need for people to move, and that doesn't even hit our tech industry. And we've got quite the great tech industry going on in our town. So we've got so many people coming out and going in. It's just it's only gonna go so low. And we still have low inventory. Those things don't negate the other. The, the you think the inventory yeah. is going to pick up, Kevin? I do. You do? Why? <clears throat> Again, I mean, just to me, it's, excuse the term, it's just simple physics. You know, up and down, up and down. What's going to encourage someone who locked in a, uh, I mean, take us, a 3% 30-year fixed mortgage 
to put their house on the market. Got a house before COVID in March of 2020 when everyone thought the world was going to end at a 3% 30-year fixed rate. And then needing to make another purchase. That home is now 30% appreciated in value and rates have doubled. What would, what would get someone like, and there's a lot of us like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just playing devil's advocate for the same no, no, no. talk show. What, John Blair made this point on a previous show. For all of us that locked in these 3%, 2.5% rate, what would incentivize us to jump back in the game? My mind doesn't go to incentivize. My mind goes to, like Nikki said, it's... it's life events. Some, life events. Some, you don't have a choice. You have to move. And that's, that's not me being a salesperson. That's just... That's the reality. That's the reality of it. Um, and, and you just have to deal with you know, where the market is at the time that life event occurs. We don't, we don't need to convince someone yeah. to move or not to move. That, I, that's one of the things that I always... Yes, I think we are, we are salespeople, but I always said I'm, I'm more in the service industry than sales because people are either going to buy or sell a home or not. I'm not here to convince them that. I'm here to guide them on that journey. That was kind of my main take on how I operated within the world of real estate salespersonry. Um, and really just death, divorce, <laughs> making babies, job relocation, school, <clears throat> family outside of the area, needing support elsewhere. There are just so many reasons that people, people have to move. I know people, I just had a conversation yesterday, somebody who wants to downsize, and yet... They're like, how do we do that in this market? And so right now they're holding tight, hoping for maybe a comment, but also holding tight for a minute to kind of figure that out and navigate that process. Dave Brown giving you some props. Katie Pearl says, I found buyer activity to have really picked up this year, especially compared to Q3 and Q4 of last Mm -hmm. year. Mm -hmm. Got a handful of folks from Ness Realty, Long and Foster, and Howard Hanna Mm -hmm. watching the program as we speak. Um, Bill McChesney, mayor of McIntyre, where are they going to move? that hasn't also appreciated mm-hmm. or increased in value as well. So a shout out to all the real estate agents that are, that are watching. Yeah. Maybe if you can quickly post in the, in, the, in the feed, are you seeing your tempo increase or decrease year over year? So I know, Gavin, your tempo is off Gavin's the, on fire. Tempo yeah. is off the I'm, chart. I'm busy right now. Can yeah. we get a snapshot on 2023 sales volume so far? So I will tell you... I'm, I'm going to dodge the question, but I'll tell you a funny story. <coughs> so what? I should laugh, right? When, when, was, when was your daughter here? Uh, Christmas? Was it Christmas? Uh, which one? Yes, yes. Yasmina? Yasmina. Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, it was Christmas. Yeah. Um, so I'm in the office with Keith and his granddaughter. Um, and I mean, the me she, on the floor, and he's, she's teaching me how to write A, be mm-hmm. my two-year-old granddaughter teacher. And me. so uh, yeah. Keith decides to... Um, plant an idea in his grand his one-year-old oh uh, at that point two, just about two two two-year-old granddaughter's head um and gives her a, a little statement she walks straight up to me and looks at me and says gavin sell more <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I may or may not have whispered in her ear tell yes. that guy sell more that's awesome that yes more. um so uh, well, look, look, I mean, a projection right now, I, I don't know at this point. I mean, I'd, I'd hate to throw that number out because then Keith's going to be mad at me if, you know. <laughs> no, I won't be at Mrs. Smith might be mad at me. Me, I, you know, what the hell? I don't play by any rules. You're, you're, it's safe to say you're considerably higher than you were this time last year. Correct. 
Okay. That's why I asked. By yes. double, yeah. by pretty much double digits, right? Correct. And the reason yeah. I'm asking that question is this time last year, um, interest rates were three, mm-hmm. mid threes. Yeah. And now they're mid sixes. So for Gavin's volume and his activity to be considerably higher than this time last year proves what Gavin and Nikki are saying that life events drive the market and not necessarily interest rates drive the market. That's what you're saying. So going back to Wintergreen real quick as well, um, we haven't even talked about, uh, so interest rates, the market, prices, all that good stuff. Got it. The cash buyer. And you get a lot of people who want to do the investments at Wintergreen who have the cash. And so that is not even a part of this conversation. Is the cash buyer more um, prevalent now with rates higher? And the market still experiencing volatility. I'm talking stocks and equities. Now, January was a seller month for, our, for us. We were plus 20% in January. But that still does not make up some of the losses from 2022. So are you seeing more cash buyers because stocks and equities have been so volatile? I mean, in my, from my perspective, it's no. I haven't seen a tremendous increase in the cash buyer. Um, I just think they're still there. And, and now is the time they've decided to go ahead and make their real estate purchase. Yeah. So, th- so to go back to Jerry's question a, a, few min- a few minutes ago, as you guys were chatting, I just arbitrarily, I tend to default to Lake Monticello as a m- quick market analysis uh, on it. So I just took a look at, you know, what has just sold is uh, closed in Lake Monticello in the last, uh, hold on a second here, in the last 30 days. And I just arbitrarily was picking some some homes they range all over, just to Jerry's point, they range all over because we can take a look at when they bought and when they sold. Nobody in the last 30 days have sold anything that's been in the home for less than, the earliest was 2020. So I think what's going to happen is is I think that the national average is going to increase with people staying in there for they say 10 years. I think it's going to be higher than that. And we have the show next year, and the uh, NAR comes out with its numbers. I'm of the opinion, because what Jerry outlined, I think inventory is going to get even tighter. I really well, do. I would imagine. Because people aren't going to put homes on the market. Let's paint this scenario. Unless they have to. What happens when rates can. I mean, Scott Moore said on the go. show that at the end of the year, we're going to be back in the force. This is Ross Mortgage, Scott Morris. He's a partner of the program. End of the year, back in the high fours, Nikki. What the hell's going to happen when rates get back to that? And is it going to just bring a ton more buyers into the mix? And if a ton more buyers get back in the mix, is it going to be back to chaos and sanity? Because we know the inventory is limited. Hmm, that's a great question. Do you have? You look like you were going to say something, and I was I like, mean, my brain was still going <clears throat> a different anybody direction. Anybody who knows me knows I'm going to just try to make a joke of something and. I mean, it's... Um, I'm a fan of that. If history has taught us anything, it's that we don't learn from our mistakes. So, going well back said. to what, what was present... Huh? Well said. So, going back, you know, to 18 months ago, you know, when the $500,000 property sold for six fifty. who knows? I, I would not discount the... Insanity? Possibility for that to occur again. I mean, I would like to think that it wouldn't, and and some people are going to realize they shouldn't do that. You're talking about appraisal gap coverage. You're talking about no home inspections. Mm -hmm. You're talking about 
10 offers for one house. I mean, honestly... That was crazy times, I, right? I, I mean, I'll be honest. I don't have, you know, 30 years in the business like Keith, so I can't talk about, you know, years and, you know, that long of a stretch. Um, You've been in the business for a while, though. Seven? That's legit. Huh. Yeah. But you're still seeing for the right location, right price, right features, right conditions... Right now, you are at least we are oh, yeah. multiple offers. There's just not thirty. There's yeah. three, but there's still multiple offers. Yeah. On that end of it, you are seeing you know folks trying to do no home inspections. Which you know, folks, if you're looking at buying a home, please get a home inspection. <laughs> please get a home inspection. Um, even if you even if you don't want to do a home inspection as part of your offer, just for peace of mind, bring one in when you're showing. Right. Yeah. We, we, we do this all the time. Sure. Bring somebody in so at least you can get a home inspector to get uh, an, an eyes on the home for an hour and give you some idea of what may or may not be wrong with the home on that end of it. But you're starting to see that. I'm not seeing appraisal gaps, but you are seeing multiple offers still, right? And, and you are seeing waving. And I hope the other agents can chime in. Are they seeing that also? Are you seeing that in your shop? I am. I'm also seeing sometimes a home sale contingency. Like that's oh, yeah. that's yeah. not unheard of now. Like it, we've come back to kind of a a nice normal. And I guess my hope would be that we would never go back to that because I just feel like everybody, whether you rent, you want your buyer, you're a seller, I feel like everybody got really sick and tired of the market. That well, agents, we talked about it regularly on the show. Like we were over it. It was not. It was not great for. Anyone except potentially what the seller was making, but even the sellers didn't love that. Like it was stressful and it was intense and it was crazy. I mean, you guys were counseling the sellers because the activity was so intense for the open houses to go live in a go stay in a hotel for a weekend okay. to leave their house during, oh, yeah. during open during, during open house because it was showing. so chaotic during the first weekend of, yeah. of list absolutely because it was going to sell then and it was best to just not be to there. stay away. Yep, make a not everyone's cool with that. So let's let's give like a, a, a one minute class, <clears throat> Gavin. What is a home sales contingency? Give, give, give me a, a, a one minute and synopsis of that real quick. Um, in order to make a purchase of a new house, you need the cash out of the old house. Yeah, that you and they're quite common that you currently own. Um, in order for the lender to qualify you to make the new purchase. So talk about how that works. Because when you're going to make an offer, you need to offer. You need to negotiate with Jerry, not necessarily mm-hmm. the price and the and and the other loan terms and so forth and so on. You have to say to Jerry, "Okay, Jerry, you know, um, you know, Jerry's coming back to you, sure. saying, hey, I'll sell this house to you, but you've got to let me stay in it for a while, or you've got to allow me the time till I can find something else.' That's what a home sale contingency is." On that end of it, are you seeing? Are you guys seeing that back in the world? I know I am. Oh yeah, it's yes. definitely back in the mm-hmm. world, and I view it more as a hey, I need to sell your my home to be able to afford to buy yours. Also, we're listing it on this date. It's in this neighborhood. It's in this condition, or it's already <laughs> listed potentially, and it's under contract. We promise to be under contract by this date, or we have an opportunity to reevaluate the contract, um, and. It works. It works well, especially if you know what you have. You have it priced well, and you have it marketed well, and you have a trusted advisor. What would have your experience been? Um, <clears throat> a lot of times it's the – I'll talk about the buyer trying to make the mm-hmm. new purchase. 
and I'll, instead of them being the seller of the old house, I'll just call them the buyer. Um, the first thing that I think shocks those people is telling them if you want to try to purchase the new place, the first thing you need to do is be ready to go on the old place from a listing perspective. And yes. I don't, I, I think there's a bit of a disconnect in just knowing that needs to happen because you're, what's, yeah. the, what's the first question you're going to ask me? Well, is their house listed yet? Well, how I did the last it's, two it's times. And if not, what's the plan, right? You uh, just didn't even have to ask it. That should be presented. I had my, my the last two times I did it with home sale contingency, my current house already under contract. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. So then when I went that. to buy the next house, I and interacted with the realtor, I said, my home's already already under contract. And then that realtor was like, oh, we're good to go. Yeah. Let's make some moves because it yeah. gave the seller peace of mind. Yeah. Yes, it really but does. Some, some people are unwilling to put their home under contract. Because it's risk. Exactly it's right. That's exactly right. Without having someplace else to go. Correct. And it's funny, the, the, I've got a, I currently have, a six deal domino deal going on right now. Mm-hmm. And you know about it because I've been, my hair. I think we all know about <laughs> it by now. <laughs> right? I right? And I almost was going to show up with a bunch of dominoes today <laughs> to explain what that looked like. Yeah. Jerry loves when I bring props I on. do like props. Uh, <laughs> props on the show. But I was going to go do that. But what we're talking about now is kind of the beginning of a domino deal, right? Yeah. So in order for me to buy, I've got to sell. Mm-hmm. And I need time to sell in order for me to buy. And these multiple buyers and sellers are all intertwined into one another. If one transaction doesn't happen, it it just cascades yeah. all the mm-hmm. way down through through the um, through the buy and sell sell process. That being said, I know we're starting to see more of that. Mm-hmm. We're starting to see more of these pre-sale contingencies. What do I do in order for mm-hmm. me to, to buy? What tools do you have in your tool belt? Just tell me you don't have anything dependent on a transaction in New York because I've had two of those happen, <laughs> and that is just so special. What do you like against New Yorkers or something? New Yorkers are great. I really? just want to deal with your really? real estate transaction. You freaking think so? Yes, I do. <laughs> don't make me be rude, Keith. Okay, so <laughs> he's uh, they're joking. Keith's a New Yorker for those <laughs> that really don't know right rude. now. And if you listen to my voice and don't know I'm from North Georgia, that's very surprising. Neil Williamson <laughs> shares a domino <laughs> meme. On the uh, on the chain, right yeah. Now. So yeah. it's 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 a show that I've been trying to concoct for a while. How do we actually talk about that in a way that because we are in that world right now? Yes. So you know, maybe back eighteen months ago, things just happened and people didn't care. They just did things just to make it happen. I think that's what it was. Are we heading back for that direction? And we have eleven thirty four here on time. Oh. Um, are we heading back to that market, Nikki? God, I if not. we go, if, if if he's right and they're high fours, I mean that's a significant drop in rates. What's that going to do to buyer demand? And then throw in the uh, the recently announced Paul Manning Biotech Institute mm. that UVA said around Fontaine Research Park mm. is going to create thousands of new jobs in the very very near future. Man. And these are significantly high paying jobs with folks from outside the area coming to this research park spurred by a donation of $100 million from the Manning family. Um, are, we go- are we about to go chaos again? I don't know. I really feel like people are tired of it. And also, that doesn't mean we won't. It's, I don't know. I think that's the only true, honest answer any of us can really give. I don't know. And 
hey, let's take a look at some things and let's continue this conversation over the next several months and see what direction it's moving, right? We continue to look at the data. We continue to evaluate it in a really meaningful way because data is meaningless unless you know how to translate it, right? I, you know, anybody can make it seem to say anything. You have to be able to communicate it. You have to be able to communicate it and read it in a way that, that is helpful. Um, so I think we just keep this conversation going. What do you think, Gavin? I agree with Nikki. Um, the, the biggest help that I learned was, you know, when I first started out, I, I was afraid to talk to a client because I didn't know what I was talking about. Now I feel like I do, and it's, you know, that, that five minutes today is going to save you five months of, you know, trying to fix your mistakes and not having that talk that you should have had. And you don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what's going to happen. But as long as you continue that conversation, when it does happen, you'll at least have presented both sides of the, you know, the oh, yeah, so to speak. So I'll be that person at the table. If the home, if we're on the sell side, if the home is in the right location, mm-hmm. we priced it right, it's got the right features in the right condition, it will sell and it will sell quickly. There's just, it's just economics 101. There's just way too many buyers and not enough product. If you are not in the right location, if you're overpriced, your features aren't there and your conditions aren't there, it's going to sit. It's that simple. So it's a matter of trying to get those four pieces of the puzzle put together. And the other two is timing. Right? Is this the right time for everybody to your point mm-hmm. of, hey, I got to move, I got grandkids coming, yada, yada, yada. And then, you know, I'll say this and I might get kicked under the table because everybody who's watching and listening, everybody who's at this table, it matters who's on the other side more than ever right now. It does. Uh, having a professional on the other side help navigate that is even more important today. So that's my 30 seconds. Did you kick them? I couldn't if I wanted to, and no, I wouldn't have anyway. But there's a whole, there's a there's thing a I can't. There's a partition there? I know, yeah. I would I have gotta, thought you would have kicked it. I know, but you, I wouldn't you don't, have If you don't one. think I had my legs leaning that uh, way when I said that. <laughs> so I really couldn't have even if I'd wanted to, but I didn't even have the urge, so there's well, that. Well, it's, it's the truth. It <laughs> matters. Yeah, is watching, and we'll close on this. She says, home sale contingencies are doable in this market, depending on the circumstances. In the last four months, I had two homes um, to sell for relocation clients that closed. Worked out well all the way around. The example, the seller was waiting for builder to complete their new home, buyer job relocation, rented a VRBO, 60 days, both sides set the stage for flexibility. That's, That's great. That is awesome. Cool. Yeah. Um, Debbie Dedimore, mm-hmm. giving you some Debbie. problems right now. Um, you are a popular guy. Nelson County's finest. So, Gavin well, thank you. So can I give a shout out real quick to Debbie? I know we're running on time. Yeah. Please. Um, Debbie is an awesome human being. Without even knowing about it, she made a knitted a blanket for my new uh, granddaughter and shipped it to Seattle. And we've got this phone call from our daughter. Said, "Who's Debbie? This is a wonderful person. She actually made a a blanket for our granddaughter without us even having a conversation with her. Just following on what we're doing on Facebook and shipped it out somehow. Or another That's shipped so it cool. out that way. That's, That's amazing. Awesome. She's yeah. a, an awesome way to go, Debbie. Way to go, Debbie. You guys did a hell of a job. Seriously, easy Thank show. Yeah. A host stream right here, guys. Nikki Chambliss. Chambliss. She's fantastic. Uh, she's dressed for Valentine's Day month. Looks Yay. fantastic. 
See Cake Fight if you have an opportunity. She does a hell of a job with that band. Keith Smith puts the panel together. Gavin Sherwood is just great, dude. Thank you, Jerry. Yes. Um, knows Thank you. Nelson County inside and out. And you see what we're trying to do with the show, guys. We're trying to take a topic that's fairly complicated and make it approachable and understandable. Right? It's wonderful. It's work, a work, work a little fun and bust on I, Keith's chops in the middle I mean, and everything is it good. It wouldn't be a show You've been, if we you've been do well that. behaved today. I, I, I tried really on. hard. You know, when you show up a little late, you have to behave better. <laughs> you're, <laughs> Mickey, you're always great on the show. I, I can officially tell you, you do not have to behave if you show up late. Mickey is always <laughs> be careful, great on that's dangerous. The Everybody have a good week. Archive at realtalkwithkeithsmith.com. Realtalkwithkeithsmith.com. I Love Siebel Show is up in 50 minutes, guys. Nice. So long. Well done. Yay. Gavin, you're awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So all I gotta tell you. Yeah. Goodbye. Have your <laughs> <laughs>